Hello. Hello. Hi everybody, my name is Friendly Rich and welcome back to Industry Tactics, a podcast where I talk to a lot of interesting weirdo musicians uh, here in the city of Toronto and and beyond. Uh, this week's episode features my talk with the one and only the violinist, bassist, band leader, uh, an interesting musician all around. This is my wonderful chat with the one and only Raha Javanfar. Mercury is indeed in retrograde, my friends. Enjoy. It. She's hopped up on the peppermint chaw. You wouldn't know it. You don't know what time it is. You don't know what time we're doing this. No. Okay. Wise up. I'm sitting here with the one and only Raha Javantar. Javantur. Javentic. Okay. I'll stop. I'll stop. We got a, we got a nice, warm, cold machine. How do you pronounce your last name? Javanfar. I had it, man. I had it. Yeah, you got it. Are you getting this? Are we rolling? You sound Check great. Check one, two. You sound great. Check. Where do you come from and why do you come here? Oh, come on. Like this instant? Yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're, uh, you know, you gotta, you just, Okay, wait, just... where do you come from? What number is this? Are we in the 50s? You are number 66. Shut up. We're bringing it in. 66. Welcome to Industry Tactics, Raha Javanthar. <sighs> Javanthar. Come on. Javentic. How's your F's? F's. My F's are fine. Yeah, right, you'll, cool. you'll, you'll hear <laughs> them. figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for, cool. for, uh, for being on the podcast. My pleasure. Thank uh, you for coming to my home to do it. And, and, so I know you, uh, I guess we, we, we got to know each other from the Cameron House, so we're connected from our dear old friend, the Cameron House. I think well, that's when I started to get to know you, so. Okay, shout out to yes. the guy who's been on your podcast. I know one of the earlier episodes. Who's Our that? dear old friend, Jay Swinnerton, is the reason why I know you. Okay. Hi, Jay. Because I was living with Jay and he was obsessed oh, with yes. you. Oh, yes. Okay. I, I didn't have much choice but to... Okay, fuck. Yes, yes, Jay Swinnerton. Yeah. Yeah. Is that ringing a bell for it, you? Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we met at the Cameron House. Well, I knew Jay from other ways, and then he was working. Okay. I don't even know if he was working at the Cameron House yet, but you were doing Maybe the Tuesday not. nights. We were and, doing the Tuesday and, nights, And we yes. were living in the now-condemned Five Cameron. You ever been in there? 
that Ooh, house? Well, what's Five Cameron? No, it's I don't know. the address Five Cameron Street. Okay. The ho- house number five on Cameron Street. Oh, wow, wow. Right and you were living with Jay? Yeah? Yeah, and a bunch, okay. of, a bunch of us were living in this house on Cameron Street. And I believe the place is now, like, boarded up. Wow. And so, uh, was that your, like, one of your... Was that one of your first places in Toronto? Like, I don't know. I don't know enough about you. I'm trying. Let's do this. Okay. I grew up in Toronto. Okay. Um, I lived in, I did, the last time I counted, I'd lived in 27 places. Oh. Since I'd moved out, like, at the, when I was uh, 18, I think I moved out. 17 or 18 or something. Yeah. So, so you, grew, you grew up in the in the GTA, though? Yeah, I grew up, like, in North York okay. with my family. Cool. We moved there when I was eight years old from Iran, and I went to the Claude Watson School for the Arts. Oh, yeah. And then I went to Earl Haig Secondary School. Come on, this is a nice... the Claude Watson Arts Program there. So this is where all the music comes from, is the Claude, uh, Claude couple with the Earl. My dad started teaching me violin when I was three years old, so... so Gonna have to throw some credit there for wow. sure. Wow. Well, what's your dad's name? Mehdi Javanfar. M- Mehdi Javanfar. Mehdi Javanfar. Yeah. And and. Uh, oh, so you say it right when you're saying his well, name. Well, I want to, uh, you know, yeah, have a little respect. respect. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, so, Mehdi. I and usually I want to have a notepad here to remember his name. You'll help me out okay, if I forget. Okay, no problem. He, uh, he got you. He got you into the violin. He's yeah. he's a musician. Yeah, and there's like a photo of me Very playing at a cool. recital in Iran, and my dad's like playing piano, accompanying me, and I'm playing violin, whoa, whoa. wearing my little hijab around my head because I had to, and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was eight, and we moved here, and then I, wow. um, what's the little um, fruit, ra- little rabbit, f- like frou frou or something, foo foo. Keep going. What's I'm enjoying this? this. Children's, yeah, so, you know what I'm talking about. So this about. is the F. We're practicing little our rabbit, little foo-foo? rabbit, foo foo. Fru-fru? Yeah. yeah. Like, actually, yeah, or you're just saying yeah? No, I don't know this. There's Literally like some nursery rhyme or like some like children's... Tweet us at Industry Tactics if you know Please. what the fru-fru uh, oh, rabbit come, is, It might okay? come to me, but basically but yes. I was in grade three and I was going to this school called Pleasant way up in North and I And I had the... And so it was in French and it was like okay. French um, play, like there was like a skit. Okay. You know, I'm in grade three, uh-huh. and I remember I really wanted to audition for it, and the teacher was like, well, you're ESL, so, like, oh, no fuck, way can you go. be in a French play. Like, no. you can't even speak English. But then I Come got on. I got the only speaking role in the whole thing, and I was so, I was, like, acting my little Good. heart out. and like right. oh. I think I was, like, the, I think my role was, like, the fairy godmother Kay. or something. Okay. Awesome. Anyway, little rabbit, like somebody out there's got to know what we're talking about. Like, you got this down. You could still. It sounds like you could perform it right now if we asked you to. Uh, anyway, good, good. So then, wow. so then, because my teacher saw that, they were like, "Oh, your mom and dad, like you should go and try to be in this art school, yep. Claude Watson." Yep. So, so that's how I ended up um, going to Claude Watson. Let's take a quick pause in the industry tactics <laughs> podcast. Sh- thank you. You're okay. just like disrespecting this? the cable enough oh, for me to. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. super anal. Oh my god! Okay. Listen, like, you're you're okay? episode sixty six, and j- gentle listeners, if you hear any cruft <laughs> on her end, 
It's not that gorgeous voice I'm that, that Raha. I'm actually really sorry because like. She's got a 90 degree angle on this XLR cable. I wouldn't cable. have gone so far as say 90. Am I too 40, loud? Like, no, you're, like, you're beautiful. No, I get you're, really I'll, loud I'll you know, sometimes. No, you're great. It's great. It's good. We're yelling it out here. <laughs> okay. okay. As long as we're matching, we'll be able to compress it later. But okay. she's got All it right. at a 45. All okay, right, that's good. That's like really a, good mic technique. Like a real okay. rock star We're here. good. Like, yeah, you got this. Okay. Back to... <laughs> Back to, yeah, game show, game show. We're on a game show here. Okay, okay so, sorry uh, about that. Sorry, sorry, I digress. No, so, I could see your eyes, like, kind of No, I, I wasn't even listening. I, and, I, yeah, I couldn't I focus. Well, I was telling you about the art school I went to. Yeah, I, you lost me at Métis Javantar. That okay? actually, and I actually, yeah, anyway. So, anyway, what, do you, what else do you want to know? Well, that was great. That was, an, we're off to a great start. So, so, so you, you got into, you got in, you were into the arts kind of, the minute you landed on planet Earth, it sounds like you just did it. You just Dove is that right in. I you've think always so. been kind of attracted to. You've yeah, gravitated there. Yeah, except in there. grade seven, I was really, really, really adamant that I was going to be an astronaut. Like I was like a hundred percent on it. I drank carrot juice all summer long because you have to have twenty twenty eye vision in order to be eligible to go to astronaut school. This is kind of the best. And I had this trigonometry book, like a trigonometry book, a geometry book, and an algebra book and i did them all summer between grade six and grade seven because you why because you got to know that shit because i really wanted to be the first person to ever step on mars that was like my thing at the time you know what it is here's what it is okay teachers man it all comes down to teachers yeah it really does i'm learning that in this podcast to teachers man like i had a science teacher who was so into astronomy and she inspired me so much, and I loved her where, so much. Where are you at this point? Like, I'm still a Claude Watson. But like, a Claude Watson they, they science taught us teacher. science, even though it's an like, art We're going to slip this in. Don't <laughs> yeah. tell all those artsies across the street, yeah. across the way. Yeah. Um, wow, wow, wow. And I loved her. I loved her so much. What was much. her name? Miss Sorzit. Shannon? No. Miss Shelly Zorzit. Shelly Zorzit. Zorzit. Zorzit, yeah. Good space name, too. And her husband's name is currently escaping me, but he yeah, had a show. Yeah. He was like on the, he he was like the astronomer on TV. Who, Whoa. Who would, I forget what, you know, he'd talk about the stars and planets and stuff. And yeah. I loved her. And yeah, I was like, man, is science great. is the way to go. And I wanted to, and I, in fact, I took the test to get into Mark Garneau school for little astronauts, you know, the one. It's a high school. It's under where you know what you know the um power cables. What are those big electricity lines called that run through the city? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. big grid. Like there's a school right under there. And one of the reasons I didn't go was my mom was really nervous about the the power, power lines, lines your, being your too name? close to the school. Um, Nasrin. A, a shout out to Metis and Nasrin. You've yeah. gone down well here. Yeah. You've gone done well. Yeah. You've gone done well. And who, uh, do you have any siblings? Nikta. Nikta, your, yeah. your sister. She's my little sister. Your little sister. Yeah, Nick- her, her, um, her offspring is due to arrive on planet Earth this Friday. Speaking of outer space. Yeah. Channel it right down, funnel it down. That's I know. neat. Aunt Raha. Yeah, my little niece. Aunt I Raha. can't wait. Can't Raha wait. and Nikta. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Beautiful names. 
And, yeah. and mom is na- Nasrin. Nasrin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she thought you would get <laughs> electrified or, or you'd get a little sparky if you yeah, lived under those she, cables. Yeah, she wasn't so cool with it. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, no well, there's also this, this art school, you know. It was ba- Anyway, I ended up going to art Holy school. Holy shit. Imagine if you had gone to Marc Garneau. Uh, you probably would have become a politician in the end. Still became right. a full-on space cadet, so... You f- you're bloody right. I spent when, all of high school with my brain in the clouds, so... You know, when I when I first met you, now come to think of it, it's a summer night, we're outside the Cameron house, and you're going on. You're in a mood. <laughs> and you're going on about r- Mercury in retrograde, and I'm thinking... Shut what up. is she talking wait, about? Wait, yes. Yeah. Mercury was in retrograde and you were going on about it like you knew something about it. Really, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the minute you said Mercury, a little spark happened in my brain. Well, it's all those cables on account of us living under all those cables for so long. Good, good. So I she is remember. fully electric tonight. <laughs> we're, we're hopped up on peppermint tea. So, so, um,. Where to go from here? So you had this. It's interesting that you should say that about the outer space, the the uh, the the astronaut and mm-hmm. setting foot on Mars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my dream. I just saw that documentary on the on the 13th on the Mercury 13. Have you seen this? No. You need to see this. This, okay. this documentary is made for you to enjoy. Yeah. Okay. The the 13 female. Uh, uh, astronauts. Okay. And they had a dream, man. They were like, picture the world if uh, if a woman had set foot on the moon first. Like yeah. they, they kind of paint this picture. Cool. It was beautiful, really beautiful documentary. I'll uh, have to check it yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can fi- you'll find it. The Mercury Thirteen. That's neat. I'll That's check neat. It out. Space travel. Yeah, man. But well, you're doing it, as you said, yeah. right? We we do it our own little way, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 My, yeah. I'm cool. I'm cool to not be an astronaut. But I want to get back to education and what it means and, and kind of what shaped you in terms of becoming the musician and artist that you are today. So so who are some of those misstords uh, in yeah. your musical world that kind of helped steer you, apart from uh, your father, Métis? Yeah, 100% my dad. Um, you know, it's interesting because when I was at Earl Haig, I was originally in the, because I was in the, I was still in the arts program. So I was in the music stream yeah. in grade nine when I first started. Yeah. And, um, I had a, I had like a not, there was a change in the staff and anyway, the music program was no longer inspiring me very much by the time. I was in grade 10, I think. Okay. So first year you did music. I did it for then... the first two years. Okay. And then I switched to the drama, to become a drama major. Wow. And my teachers there, um, Mr. Singer in particular, yeah. really, again, inspired like people who I learned a lot about theater. And I decided that I wanted to be a theater director. And at this point in my oh. life, I had only played violin and I'd played classical music my whole life and I'd competed in all the Kiwanis competitions and I'd been in the Toronto Symphony Youth Orchestra and oh, yeah. okay. played wow. a lot like a lot a lot and um was that a cool experience a, yeah it was really cool but yeah, high school was like really yeah. up and down for me so okay. I had some pretty 
dark times to get yeah. myself through. Yeah. So the whole thing is a bit of a blur, to mm. be honest. Mm. TSY was really cool, though. I met wow. a lot of really cool people there. Wow. It's hard, though. It's hard work, you know, and I wasn't always up for all the hard work that went along with it at that time. So you were kind of steeped, your 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 musical upbringing was kind of steeped in, in classical. Oh, 100%. Like. Yeah. And I didn't realize that as a violinist, you had any other options. Huh. Like, I didn't know that yeah. that could be a th- I didn't know anything about roots music. I didn't know anything yeah. about jazz. I didn't know that you could play other styles on the violin. I sort of did a little in high school. Like, later yeah. years in high school, I started, like, jamming with some yeah. bands and stuff yeah. Yeah. a little bit and listening to some more music that opened my mind to that stuff. But still, I didn't yeah. know in terms of post-secondary education yeah. that there was a possible way I could pursue that. And so it looked to me like my options were to go and take classical violin at school and for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Or at the time, I was like so into theater. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to be a theater director. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't so into acting, didn't really want to do that. But there was a program at Ryerson University. Um, they At the time, it was called Technical Theater. Now it's called just Production. Okay. And I thought that's a cool way to get to know a lot about theater, become well-rounded and have yeah. a bunch of skills yeah. in order to pursue my 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 directing dream. <laughs> um, so, so you wanted to direct. So, yeah, I wanted to. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, the, the truth is, like, when you're in high school, even if it's an arts program, you're directing plays. Like, that's not – you don't really know what it means to, like, right. really be a director or right. what that – is actually all about or it was like my first encounters with plays and cool i I can i have a vision i'm gonna like put this play up and have some red geometric lights and abstract sound effects and that's so edgy and awesome like you know like that's fun to hear yeah super fun and it was awesome at the time like it's kind of naive right yeah Yeah, exactly yeah Yeah, yeah, exactly and People don't, It's there's no undergrad directing program for a reason, I hmm. think. Mm. And mm. anyway, so it was like, and I didn't want to do acting. So I went to Ryerson and I did the production program. And here we go again with the teacher. Mm-hmm. Sholem Dolgoy, yeah. wonderful uh, lighting teacher mm-hmm. at Ryerson, mm-hmm. opened my eyes to the world of lighting design. And, and because I really liked his class and... Everything he was, I became super passionate about lighting design. So then I became a lighting designer when I finished school. Wow. Wow. And so that, yeah, I know. It's like after all these years, I kind of stumbled out of university and like found myself a lighting designer. And yeah. And and so you've been doing that kind of on and off the whole time, right? Kind of, yeah. I was very aggressively pursuing that as a career after school for yeah. a few years yeah. until I just there was just something desperately missing from my life. And obviously it was music. I hadn't been playing music. I played a little bit in a rock band in university and for yeah. a while afterward. Yeah. Um, and that band, um, shout out to my bud, James Plouffe, who got me playing with him. He yeah. also was at Ryerson and he was like, Hey, you want to play, you want to start a rock band together? And again, like I didn't even really know anything about playing in a rock band. I was just yeah. like, sure. Yeah. I played violin. We started playing some gigs and we started playing at the Cameron House. And through him, because he was from Peterborough, I met Jay, I met Kayla Howren, I met all Scotty Montgomery. Well, he already was going to school with me too. Yeah. I started kind of finding the music community and the Cameron House community. 
and one thing led to another and Kayla asked me to play fiddle in her country band and and slowly I started doing all this stuff but I was Was that still... around that time that Mercury was in retrograde? Yeah, yeah, def- yeah pro- probably would have been. Yeah. It explains Are you sure that's the It explains it. Yeah, that's you definitely really the conversation really, we had, yeah. yeah. Do you believe in that stuff like Mercury Mer- Mercury in re- retrograde? Like I don't even know what we're talking about when you say that. Yeah, well, you seem to know when we were, when you <laughs> mentioned it. I just it stuck with me because no one had really mentioned it before. Wow, I'm things were pretty upside up. down though at that time. Like, yeah. it, I would think that it might have been accurate. Sure. I'll tell. I took your word for it, and now you're pretending like it was uh, all fiction. So this is what, like, 2007, probably, sure. right? Yeah. 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 Who knows? Or 12. One of the, one, 2007 or 2012, whatever the year, but Mercury <laughs> knows, was in retrograde. Okay. Um, so, wow. So the Cameron House does kind of um, pull you back in, into music. Yeah, it kind of did. In a way. In a way. Yeah. So then I was playing with Shotgun Wedding Band, this rock band we were, we were doing. Yeah. And, uh, and, this, and this amazing guitar player, Ken Kelly, saw me play in Ken this Kelly. rock band. Yeah. And he, yes. co- and he co- so he comes up to me that night outside the Cameron House in Side Street and goes, "Hey, you want to play in my new Western swing band?" And I was like, "Yes." And uh-huh. then I went home and I had to Google. I was like, "What kind of swing did he say?" Like, yeah. I didn't know anything about Westerns. Wow. Didn't know. Wow. And I looked it up, and and then of course the double cuts were born. Yeah. Around that time. Yeah. Whatever time that was. Should we? Let's. Uh. You know what? Let's cut to a double cuts tune. All right. What are we going to play? Well, you have the technology to do that. We'll splice. Splice. Wow. Splice. What are you going to, what are you going to cut to? What, what do you want to um, play? I think you should play, a tr- is it okay if it's a non-vocal track off our yeah, record? Absolutely. It's called Humoresque. It's a tune by Dvorak. She's, she's cutting in with the Dvorak Opus, uh, Opus 88. Here it comes now, the Humoresque, and it ain't fucking funny.
Okay, we're getting <laughs> experimental. That was the humor esque, and is that that's you on that violin? Yes. Isn't that isn't that just the saddest song you've ever heard for a humor esque? Eh? Are you a Dvorak uh, nut? No, not a nut. It was. That's I mean, what kind of makes that fun, though, isn't it? It take was your um, take. It was uh, my friend Arif Mirbari. There you he ever, is. Have you ever interviewed Riffy for your podcast? Not yet. I mean, Shout you're gonna to have Riffy to. Boy. You're gonna have to find him first, I guess. Eh? If you want, if you want to. We'll find him, yeah. Riffy. If you're listening, I'm interested. <laughs> Uh, he had so, this great idea. He was like, "Hey, we should do humoresque on our Western cool. Swing record," that's and fun. it's pretty hilarious. I, that's great. I'm a fan of it. Oh, but, that's, that's but nice. It's, but like, I used to play that. You know, every kid plays that. I used to play that when I was like eight on mm, the violin. Mm. So it was very special doing it on the Double Cuts record. Very cool. Very cool. So that was. Uh, that's neat. So who who's in the Double Cuts? All all kinds of Cameron House. Uh, uh, regulars right you got you got swinnerton's in that that yep. outfit you got uh kenny kenny ken kelly um started the band yeah um he he has since moved out of town and stuff he's okay. not currently in the band gabe kong's been playing electric guitar uh recently a fellow yeah. named jason jones joined the band as okay. a guitar player yeah nice the fearless leader jamie oliver yes uh of big tobacco and the pickers of course um, Angie Hilt, have you have you had any of these folks on no, your podcast? No, only Jay. Only Jay. Eh? Yeah. Well, and you know what? We played the first show ever good. at the Cameron, and mm-hmm. that night, Jay Swinnerton, I think like during the first set or mm-hmm. maybe on the set break, yeah. basically came up and was like, "I I need to be in this band. Can I be in this band?" And that's how he ended up in that band. <laughs> Industry tactics. You know that's how. If you want to be I, in a band, yeah. just declare it. Hundred percent. That's 100%. fun. I'll, I'll take that. Well, he'll be I'll, he'll be the first to tell you that's how he ended that's up how he in got many on bands. That stage. That's great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> you know? I think that's a fun. That's a fun. He never got into that in in the episode that we did, but I think that is a fun way to in industry tactic. Just if you want to join a band, join it. Yeah. Declare it. Totally. He killed it. I was like, oh, yeah, what were we thinking not having this guy in the band? So when do you get into your uh, your desire to lead a thing yourself and push push the bad luck woman? When does that come into play? So I was living at the Cameron house. Uh, upstairs. Upstairs. Wow, that's a big step. I was 29 going on 30. Okay. I was like in a place in my life and whatever all the shit had gone down and yeah. i was trying to get myself together yeah um i had i don't know i don't even know like well i just wanted to play bass i don't know how that happened i started mm. kind of playing bass like yeah. i play. i picked up one of riffy's basses or he lent me one for some yeah. reason or yeah. i don't know yeah. <gasps> you know what it was i'll tell you exactly this what it was good. okay yeah. so it was um valentine's day uh 2015 okay and the double cuts yeah we couldn't get a gig that night because people were unavailable or something but somehow we came up with this single cuts so all the literally every member of the double cuts who at the time was single Mm. played this gig what a random okay but as part of that we also did this weird like other b-side of the band called like the dirty swingers or something 
where we all switched instruments and played a different instrument than there the instrument go. that we normally there play. There we go. There we go. Okay. And that's when I first played bass. And I remember Danny Nash was also sitting yeah. in with us. Uh, I guess she played drums in like the single cuts. Yeah. But then she played keys in the other okay. like swingers band or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The dirty. I can't remember if Riffy like played guitar or something. Or uh. We all just switched up our instruments. Jay that's played fun. drums. That's fun. Which he's pretty good at anyway. Yeah, I bet. And um, that was when I played. What's when I played bass for the first time, and then I think that got my me interested. But I also was like, "Who's gonna hire me to play? Like, I'm not a good bass player. No one's gonna hire me to play I'm bass. Hire myself. I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah, nice. And I at the time I was really into um, Jay Swinton's band New Grease Revival, as well as the Fraser Melvin Blues Band, who I was starting to be a big and regular fan of there you go Still shout in my out single days at the time see and the so transition I, over to double double cuts that's right i was really inspired by how cool those bands and that sound and yep. yeah yeah and i the first song i learned was bad luck woman by memphis mini okay and i sat in my room upstairs the camera and i yeah. like figured out a bass line and learned how to sing and didn't really hadn't really sung much yeah. Up until that point. Yeah. Very little. Yeah. Took a while. I'm still really trying to figure out my singing voice and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then we premiered we like I debuted the band on the on the on my thirtieth birthday party at the Cameron. Who's in the band? Who's in the misfortunes? So the original version or the original lineup was Fraser Melvin on guitar. Yes. Who, who was unavailable for the first gig. You okay. believe this shit? The guy's like, oh, this like we've been dating at this point for like a couple of months. It's a good industry tactics though. It's a good yeah, move. Like, on oh, his I part. have this other gig. Like, hey. So well, he bailed on the first gig. So Adam Biercalcino ended up okay. subbing for him, and yeah. then he basically became the guitar player of the band Adam for Barr. the first yeah. minimum year. Okay. Uh, Galen Pelly was on drums at there the time. Go. Andrew Muldrin on saxophone. Wow. Tom Moffat on trumpet. Holy band! <laughs> and at the end of the first. Show Jay Swinnerton came up to me and said, "Hey, can I join your band?" <laughs> the old Swinnerton one-two, the one-two punch. Yeah, I'm and in then the band. over time, personnel have changed, and now Fraser is the guitar player in the band, and Jonathan Hyde plays drums, and now we're we're focused on being a four-piece with just uh, Andrew Muldron, Muldron on sax, and that's it. Not anymore. Well, just I'm, I'm in the I'm in the band. Oh, you're Sorry, in the band. Sorry, I tried to pull a Jay Swinnerton. Oh, there. got it, got it, yeah. Sure. What do you want to play? Uh, I'll play uh, one of the multitude of instruments in this uh, living room, in this beautiful living space you have created here. Check this out. It's called a Mandocaster. You'll have to have a good oh, look at yeah? it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a mandolin. It's a oh, it's a little guy. Yeah, five-string yeah, 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 yeah. mandolin, cool. electric cool. mandolin, but it's only it's got single strings for each string instead very of doubles cool. like a normal very cool. okay, mandolin. Very cool. Great, great. Cool. Uh, can we play something from uh, the Bad Luck Woman? Sure. Let's let's cut to a to a track. What did we just hear earlier? We heard the humor esque. Yeah. So we're at the midway point now. Why don't you uh, cue something up here, Raha? Let's let's get our uh, DJ voices on and really let one rip. All right. Well, how about the how about the how about we play Bad Luck Woman off the first Bad Luck Woman album? Industry tactics. Here it is now, Raha Javanthar. And her and her bad luck woman, and her mis- and the mis- her misfortunes. Yeah, the record is called Cursed. 
Here it is. Here it is. This your that's your premier re- recording with that yes. with that outfit. Yeah. Went down to Florida, see my little sister get wet. Don't waste your time, they all said. You're done a spinster instead. Cause I'm a bad luck woman. She's a bad luck woman. I'm a bad luck woman. She's a bad luck woman. I'm a bad luck woman. And I don't see the reason why. Stopped at a fancy hotel, plush pillows, Persian rugs. Woke up itching in the morning. Man, they got bad luck. I'm a bad luck woman. I'm a bad luck woman. I'm a bad luck woman. And I don't see the Sweet hills up Virginia, taking my rental for a drive. Pulled over for reckless driving. 90 to 65. I'm a bad Guess I didn't know my place. I mean, look at me now. What am I doing? Playing the goddamn bass while I'm a bad luck
beautiful, Raha. What a voice. <laughs> what a voice. You got you to gotta sing more. Yeah, that's, what, that's what you're doing. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Love it. Love it. So what have you learned through leading a band as opposed to joining it the way Jay Swinerton does? Like what, what have you, what are some of your takeaways so far in, the, in that journey? I'm very happy to have been in bands that I was not the leader of. Yeah. Because boy, do you learn a lot Amen. that way Amen. about how to lead a band. Yeah. Um. You know, make because all of a sudden, then it's like they're looking to you for what's the opportunities cooking. Honestly, that man, that whole thing. I mean, I just, not that not that anyone in your band is hungry for opportunities. They probably got a sh- too many. Yeah. That's it. That, but true. I, right. But <laughs> but I mean, keep them around. yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think uh, my goal, mm. my goal as a band leader, honestly, is yep. just um. Because of exactly what you just said, you know, I value my band mates yep. so much and yep. I recognize their talent and I recognize how in demand they are by yep. so many different projects and sure. everything. Sure. So I try to set certain goals for myself and by I'm certain that I don't always achieve them, but I don't wanna I don't wanna waste people's times. Like yep. I wanna I wanna run efficient rehearsals yep. if and when possible. Yep. Yep. Um I want to pay people properly if and yeah. when I can. Yeah. So, okay, but then I think that um, I think that food is a really important thing in the world and in our lives and in human culture, like everywhere, right? Everybody yeah. just loves food. Yeah. So we in Bad Luck Woman have a tradition of making ban, van meals when we're on the road. So Fraser and I, and Fraser's like so 100% my partner in crime in all of this. And it's yeah. really incredible to have that's, that's a important. partner to yes. do this with. Like yes. I'm not just single-handedly yep. leading everything in the band right. by any means. Right, that's good. So if we're like going on tour, we got a couple of shows, one-offs, whatever, out of town. We're yep. going to take the van. We go. We got, we got our cooler. We hit the grocery store. We stock up. Oh, we have this bag that has a bunch of... Um, you know, uh, supplies in it, like plates and knives and cutting Love board. It. It's, and It's picnic work. And, uh, yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. And, and so he'll drive, and I'll sit in the passenger seat in the front. I've seen some of your social media on there this you shit. Go. Are, you, how, are, you, are you slow cooking? No, we're just making sandwiches and wraps and stuff. And sometimes we'd have, like, yogurt parfait for, like, breakfast, you know, like pass back a bowl of yogurt with, like, berries and granola or whatever. Like it's in the van, form, you know, man. that goes, a, that goes a long way, I think. Yeah, I mean, I just talked to Matt Fong, who used to tour with a rice cooker. Oh, damn. I think, like, that game is, he kind of retired that game, but <laughs> That's just now leans on the pizza, right? But I think it's, that game is so important, like... Just staying healthy and 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 uh, and cr- creative, I, it does lead down to creativity, right? It's like, and I, to be honest with you, it's it's way more cost effective too. There's a lot yeah. tactiche in that in that yeah for sure in that approach. And the bandmates appreciate that shit, don't I, they? I think so. Oh, yeah, uh, so. our listeners tweet us at Industry Tactics <laughs> if you appreciate that move. Yeah, the picnic tar. Yeah, I think that's a good way to go. You don't want to hit A-dubs every single stop, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. What else about leading a band? Yeah, that's a good one, though. Staying fresh on the road. Yeah. Staying fresh. 
Are you booking all your dates? Yes, I am. You're the booker. Yeah. But you know what? That uh, is something that I would love to have changed as soon as possible. It's booking been... agencies, if you're listening, yeah. the yes. Yeah. You know what? I told this story recently. I'm going to tell it to you. When I was in high school, for a short period of time, I was super mm. into like uh, leadership stuff. And I'd go to these leadership conferences and, you know, like a thing called OSSSA, the Ontario Secondary School Students Association. Oh, yeah. put these things. But like a weekend, you'd go in, like sleep on the floor in the gym of a school and then mm. do these like activities and stuff. And one All of the... trying to foster leadership? Yeah. Like, that's the... Yeah. That's okay. like the goal. It's to... And, oh, okay. Um, People who are into student councils and those kinds of people would go to these things. And one of the activities I was in one day are the 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 counselor, whatever. It's kind of like camp. So like, let's yeah. say the camp counselor kids who are the older ones. They they put a bunch of us in a room and um, they, they were like, okay, we're going to blindfold you mm. and you're going to walk through this maze. And all you have to do is hold on to this rope and follow the rope. Okay. And you'll get to the end of the maze. And if you need any help, just put your hand up. Okay. All you got to do is hold the rope and follow it and you'll get to the end. But if you need any help, just put your hand up. And one at a time. Oh, James just got out of the maze. Oh, Sally just got out of the maze. Rachel just, like one kid after another, ended the maze. And I was holding on to this rope for dear life, following it. I'm like, I'm not doing anything wrong here. I don't understand how I'm not getting to the end. And repeatedly, over and over again, they would say, if you need any help, just put your hand up. And oh I refused. Gosh. I was like, I do not need help. I'm going to get to the end of this. And I was the only kid who didn't get out of the maze because I was the only one who refused to ask for help. And that was like the whole lesson, the takeaway from the thing. And I that's clearly stuck with me all these years how old are you when this image of you the blindfold just <laughs> sadly pulling yourself along God, getting so nowhere sad. how how old 14? are you 14 fuckers fuck fuck those guys and it's their like triple 14 s's 14 or 15 so, i think it's a very valuable lesson okay you know it's, all right i take it all back that, but that was the point i mean like so let me get well, this okay, straight but what well, i don't get it okay, so no, it, I'm not oh done. they, okay, they so weren't i understand they yeah. weren't like it's not like you weren't making it to the end. They no. were like, you have to ask for help. That's how you get out of the maze. The, oh, so shit. The trip, so everyone like else the had put their hand The answer to up. the thing wasn't to just follow the rope. The answer was ask for help. Uh. That was the lesson. Like, it's a good takeaway, you know? And But now, but now, here I am. And here we go. So 20, almost go. 20 years later, 20 years later, okay. I'm going, I need help. And I've literally just been flailing my arms around and i don't like i don't know how to yeah i don't know how to find it that's, and okay now i'm with you i'm fully understanding the industry yeah. and what's and where we're at she and brings how it, it right goes. back yeah you man talking about? Yeah, like, well, okay all right yeah. so go on facebook tonight and go because i don't do this either hey i have this great recording ready to come out um does anyone know any labels or agencies or schweina that can help me release this that they think would be a good fit for my shit. Yeah. We don't do that enough. And maybe it's like, cause it's gross. And I have this perception that the reason why I don't do it is deliberate. It's not, I think it's cause it's kind of like, I don't know if I feel cheap doing it, but you're right, man. I'm that guy in the corner with the blindfold on trying to find that fucking. Yeah. 
end of the tunnel on my own as opposed to asking for help a lot. And that's yeah. a great that's a great analogy. Yeah. I think yeah. the thing with reaching out on social media, which I've done before for other things, is, you know, there's still just a lot. The, the bottom line is at the end of the day, no one's going to do the work other than yourself. Like you have to follow yeah. up. Yeah. You're going to I could do yeah. that. If I yeah. posted that, the thread would be like a hundred comments long. You still got to hustle and no one's going to return the email. Right, right, right. right. You know what, you know, so. Yeah, it's not a slam dunk. No, and that's, and that's the part that I need help with because. Is the, is the, the hustle or. It's, it's just like the management of all of it. It's that persistent kind of push. The problem with, the problem with it all right now for me is that I'm not, I don't, I'm not like a hundred percent focused on bad luck woman yeah yeah, yeah and i'm yeah, not 100 yeah, yeah. focused on the double cuts and i'm not 100 yeah. focused on my yeah. lighting career but like, right i'm kind of keeping all of these things going and yeah. i don't want to not do any of them and i want to continue wait doing you like, don't want to say that again i don't want to i don't want to drop any of them okay i don't want to keep you want to keep all I these want things to do all the things live. that i'm doing i'm right. passionate about all of them and you're also you've also been doing so much uh with soul pepper yeah, right like theater I've there's been a doing... lot on the go yeah and exactly. it's all fun stuff yeah and rewarding yeah and... but i'm also at a point in my life where i like to come home and like well be, living you know, here be a no little doubt. domestic a yeah, little man. bit you know yeah, and like yeah like hang out and put yeah. and put some yeah. nails in the walls and what you know yeah. So it's just time management and yeah. finding the time to and focus and right? focus and yeah. focus yeah. and focus. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's. A I was big gonna thing, ask you like I was interested because I don't know enough about you. Like I was gonna ask you how you go about like practicing and and just like the motivation of all of that, right? Yeah. And I think that all goes part and parcel with like design of the way you go about it and yeah. and focus and and the whole bit right yeah it's funny today i practiced violin for the first time in a cup in a couple of months yeah yeah um yeah i don't know i think my life happens in these waves and it's very rich yeah. i feel very privileged and i i i'm like i'm liking it like yeah. everything i'm liking yeah. it but my frustrations towards myself uh. are about the things that, the the way that I'm unable to carry, like, to to keep doing something for a long for long term. Like I get yeah. into these routines and I'm really into it, uh-huh. whether it's a practice routine or an exercise routine or right. all of those things. Right. And to sustain it over a long period of time, yeah, is a huge challenge because of the nature of what I do, because of these opportunities that come up and. I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not going to turn down an opportunity at Soul Pepper because, well, I have to keep doing my daily routine of going to the gym. Like, it's hard, you know, I got to, well, I'm going to work. I got to, you know? I get it. I and get so it. And so it's hard to it. come back to routines. It's hard to re-implement something after you've dropped it for a while. I got offered this contract at Soul Pepper. Here we go. And, and it was back when I got the offer. Yeah. It was a three-month contract. And Jeez. I was like, man, like, I haven't done anything for three months straight in a, I don't since I was in school yeah, probably or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, there are all these little projects here and there yeah, and yeah, yeah. Again, it makes for a very rich and exciting life. Go of it, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it just uh. and then it gets into also like the art of how 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 often or how do you say no and what do you say no to? Totally. Just, I think you get better at that with time, right? And just getting burned or shitty experiences, you try to do those less right like i think so yeah you know yeah um, yeah for sure 
But the problem with saying no is you never know. Here we go. Like you never know what the thing is that you're yeah, turning down. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I always have that little bit of FOMO of like, well, yeah. what am I going to be missing out on if yeah. I don't do this thing? Yeah. And I envy the people. I really, honestly, I say this with such sincerity. Yeah. I have so much envy for people who are so focused, like yeah. driven by yeah. one end yeah. goal that they've got their eyes yeah. on and they're just yeah. following that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I admire that to the end as well because it's not me. Like, I'm I, I just, so I, distracted, I like, like easily yeah, distracted. Yeah. I also think of just like working in one strict genre of music and yeah. just like, like giving all you have to that piece, right? Exactly. It's like it's, uh, it is admirable. It is. But you know what? We all have our own ways of going about it. So best just accept who you are as your special you being the only one on the planet with, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean I can't. With your chops, with your background. I don't know, like, the more and more I look at, like, your education or, or, or what makes you the special musician and artist that you are, it's like, I, I, freak out over that as to how special we all are as creators right yeah. and and what you bring to it is only your unique path that's going to get you there yeah so it's not like a path of regret of like no. oh shit i never learned you know shankarian analysis i'm not going to be able to slip that into my work right mm-hmm. it's it's you work with the toolkit you got you know i don't know i'm fascinated by that yeah i just want to be able to identify some things that are potential mm. like weaknesses that I could actually feasibly improve in the way that good I'm one. going good a, one. going about doing it all. What and okay so So one thing you would... mentioned was the whole thing of saying no. Like I haven't always been good at that. Mm-hmm. And I'm still get, trying to get, understand that and get better at that. What was the last thing you said no to and why? <sighs> uh Yeah, you you're like a gig with me because I don't feel like playing yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. No, no, yeah, no I don't, worries I don't if know it's if not, it was like a if big it's not worth even. sharing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, But that is fascinating to me. Sorry. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to answer that question. Mm-hmm. I'd have to, but th- I could I'd t- have to but think I, for a I minute. I mean, I could know? tell you lots of, th- you know, things that I, I said, said yes, yes to. I said yes to the past month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And not, and I didn't, you know, there were definitely ones where I probably was like, well, why did I, you know, why am I here? What am I doing here? Yeah. But... Still trying to figure that out. Well, where do you want to push what you're doing with, like, let's stay on the line of the bad luck woman. Uh, where do you want to go with that? What do, what do you want to, what are some goals for, for that project? Um, we have to get a, a second record out as okay. soon as possible. Wow, okay. So that's a big no thing. No rush. Well, but I just By summer, just... that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. By fall, I okay, think, would, okay. I actually think cool. could maybe. Cool. So, and it's, and um, the first record just has uh, one original I wrote, one yep. Fraser Melvin tune on it. So it would be great if the, that ratio could be very different on the yeah, next yeah, record. Yeah, neat, neat. And uh, we're That's working fun. towards that. And then, yeah, like, I just want to, I just really, what I would love is like one or two summers of just playing so many festivals that I just like get wow. over it. <laughs> I don't know. Get I don't over know if it. people do. Well, That's I haven't fun. done it to the yeah. point to just yeah. be like, okay, that was that. I've done that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and my fun. biggest thing is I just really, I'm just dying to, I've always been so, I just really want to go to Europe. 
Uh-huh. I just really want to tour Europe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But it's kind of weird because my part of my fascination, obsession with your... No, it's not an obsession, but... Yeah. My my love for Baroque music has a lot to do with why I want to spend time in Europe, um, but I'm hoping to do that while touring with my blues band. So great, that great, way good, yeah. great way to do it. Yeah, yeah, and why not uh, tickle both? Like, yeah. get a taste, right? Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. exactly. But that's good. I don't know, like those. I don't know. They're not simple goals, but they're pretty straightforward. Yeah, and yeah. It's what most bands are doing, and everything. Yeah, but it's yeah. still not that easy to just no, figure out how no, to make it no, all happen but there's a way i mean that, yeah. that's so interesting it is interesting in terms of setting goals and trying to chip away and achieve it right and I've like been... how far ahead you look and the whole yeah. bit right I guess. yeah goals have definitely it's been a big big uh challenge for me for always yeah i think about that often how the, how i how i don't really set goals that uh. i achieve <laughs> I'm so ambitious and I work yeah. really, really effing yeah, hard do. and I don't yeah. often achieve goals that I set because I get distracted along the way by all this uh, other stuff. Uh-huh. Like it uh-huh. all comes back down to the uh-huh. same. Or opportunities arise. I'm like, well, I yeah. can't have to do this thing and that's so great. I'm so happy to, you know? Yeah, I mean, fine. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is it. Yeah, well, like, there's no right path here. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not ex- saying accept it and just be blurry as you can be. I'm. I'm not saying that, but I'm also saying like, just yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird to question the path to the point of you know, like, still a path, still yeah. getting you somewhere, moving forward. Yeah. Right? So yeah, for sure. But yeah, d- you know. Yeah. I don't know. I get it. I get it. I get it. Good to set goals and and try to stick to them as best <laughs> yeah. as possible, right? Um, yeah. Well, let's let's play let's play that original tune, shall we? The original tune from the first how about, record. How about, um, how, about, how about the how about an... <laughs> Okay. No, no, go ahead. Well, how about one of the newer original tunes that we released more recently? Here They're, it comes now. Yeah. A newer original tune. Cue it up. Okay. Please. It's called It Ain't Gonna Happen Again. And and what's what's going on in this tune? Uh I wrote it at the at this farm. It's called Stone Boat. Ooh. And um It's a beautiful place. Yeah? yeah. Where where's it at, this stone boat? It's near Perth. It's the farm of a friend of mine. Her family owns it. Ooh. And the, we took the band. We, we went there last September for four days for a little writing retreat, the four of us. I love that. A little yeah. co-write. little co-write? Yeah. yeah. Beauty. Yeah. Here it is yeah. now, the mirth of Perth. <laughs> um, Ain't going to happen again. On that, but let it happen, it ain't gonna happen again. One day after another, you will love me every hour. And then one look, and you're off the hook. Without it happen on that, but let it happen, it ain't gonna happen again.
no never let it happen It ain't gonna happen again And it did just happen again. That was Ain't Gonna Happen Again, Raha Javanthar, and... Well, we we play a number, and then we, we, we get into this peppermint tea. And as we wind down, I would like to know some of your um, your fondest, most inspiring experiences making music. Mm. Okay. You know, like hands down. Here, it, I love number, how quick it came. The number one thing that comes to mind, I have to say, is my is my experience and my time I spent at Regent Park School Music. With, like with the uh, community band. Wow. Doing that Zuze project, and which you know I know what? you know exactly what I'm talking about. I do. It was just. Uh, That's brilliant. special, and I and I didn't and I, and uh, and thanks, and we queued that up. I'm glad you got the email when I told you I'm gonna ask you this question, make it seem real quick. Didn't happen. Queued up real quick. Didn't happen. Um. So thanks. I really your performance there was incredible. The listener had no idea that was that was preordained. Seriously though, it's because that's really that's uh, really all moving. the teaching I've done has been one on one most uh-huh. of the time, uh-huh. and I had never experienced I I don't think uh, in recent memory anyway yeah. Yeah. being on a stage with that number of kids who are so keen and eager and talented, yeah. and at their energy was yeah. every their focus was there. And That's they were, and you know, it was just, it was an incredible experience. Well, I gotta say, it like, really was from a very fond memory. Yeah, really my perspective my too. Seeing you, it was like you were beaming, and um, yeah, and and I can see there were a couple things that I really picked up on. It was like the genuine care coming yeah. out of every move on your end, the selflessness in your music making and your direction, your leadership. Mm. You were very. I saw you like looking more at others than. Mm. yourself or or caring it's i that some of that came across to me like how much you were into the success of these kids right yeah, yeah. Fuck, it was beautiful it was uh, that's really meaningful. great to hear yeah, that's really, really great to hear yeah but 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 well, also I, yes, i'd love please. to add to that the um just this is the thing that's kind of very affirming for me with the bad luck woman thing yeah. um so i've been p- performing in this musical for the last few months at soul pepper which means i haven't had a lot of time to gig because we have shows on friday nights saturday nights and stuff and i managed to squeeze in to um my schedule uh well i was lucky to be selected to to do like a showcase at the blues summit that just took place and it's the reason why i point this one out is because 
the setting so picture like a conference room in a hotel uh-huh. like you know exactly sure. right it's like the carpet yeah. and you can smell kind of what the room smells yeah. like it's and like the people and i was just so thrilled to be playing with my band and it yeah. had been so long since yeah. we played a gig yeah and i just realized because i didn't actually i was like you know okay it's great i'm really happy to be here very lucky to be performing for these people who may or may not book us or whatever but there was a moment where i was like i don't give a shit like this is so great that i get to play music with these guys and like it just felt so good and my friend elena was playing sax with us oh yeah um capillaris yeah yeah capillaris shout Um, out to elena and so anyway great you know and i i get that feeling often i get that feeling Mm. and so that's also kind of one of the nice things about doing all this other stuff and having space where you come back to something mm-hmm. and, and you get the chance to really appreciate it again. Every gig we play at the local, every gig we play at the Cameron House, every play, gig we play at the Dakota, like, that's there's nice. that moment where you're just like, ah, oh, this it's, feels so good. It's that reminder. And thank you for reminding me of it. Like, we sometimes just, you know, you need it. It brings you back yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I regret the times, and I'm sure there were reasons for it, but it's, and it's happened, I'm sure, to all of us. Mm. You know those times where you're on stage and something's just off and you feel mm. cranky about whatever and some little things, like, got you going and your mm. brain's just ticking away. And mm. it's like, man, forget it. Like, appreciate that moment of what you're doing and making music. Like, it's yeah. so amazing. And Yeah, it really is a gift, eh? I think to so. To be able to do it, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Well, I am th- thrilled to have connected with you. The Mercury was in retrograde, and and uh, oh, and, I don't know and what that yeah, <laughs> and th- I'm thankful that it was because uh, you know I, I, it's really nice to hear and uh, and and just learn a little bit about your path, about your story, and um, and what kind what kind of excites you and the way you go about it all. That's nice to bring it back to that and go, yeah. Yeah. And that's the reminder of why <laughs> you do have all this diverse kind of diet in in the way your life is structured and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like just running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, did you used to have a rubber chicken as part of your friendly rich act? Probably. Back in the camera house days yeah, on those yeah, maybe, Tuesday nights? Maybe. Yeah. I think it's possible. Yeah. Do you remember that I told you that I really wanted to be a lollipop person? Mm-hmm. You do? Mm. Oh, you just never forgot that? Well, yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't like Mercury in retrograde. <laughs> but you didn't do what Jay did and just join, no, join just, the band. I didn't just get up. Because, no. you know, that can happen too, right? Yeah. But, well, we did a recording over the summer. It was, was such a blast. Yeah, what a joy that was. It was such yeah. a blast, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking so, forward to hearing that record. More of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing, Raha. What a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Look at this. And thank you, gentle listener. My name is Friendly Rich. Really appreciate the support. Go to FriendlyRich.com to learn more about the podcast. And uh, up next, in a couple of weeks, my chat with Matt Fong. You're going to really enjoy that one. Thanks again, Raha. Really appreciate it. And have a great uh, couple of weeks, everybody. See you soon.